Hello and welcome to our podcast. We are your hosts today, Sydney Day, Schrody Schrodinger, aka Aaron Smith. This one is called the Enneagram Non-Experts. Yes. We would love to say a quick thank you to our sponsors today. Our zero sponsors that we have. We have zero sponsors. Yes. This is a thank you in advance for all of you who will be signing up to sponsor yes. us after Send today. Send a check. Lots of money. Venmo. We accept anything. Cash app. Anyway, um, moving past that. You be the right guy and I be the best friend. That you, you fall in love with in the end, we'd be laughing. Watching the sunset fade black, show the names. What happened? I lost you. Play that happy song. If we were. <laughs> wow, that was beautiful. Thanks. We should start out off the, each episode with like singing a song. <laughs> I think like, we pretty much do. True, but then the audience probably the one person listening, should uh, let us know what they think the song is. Oh, guess the song challenge. Yeah, yeah we have to do ones that aren't super popular. I mean, that one's the most popular song ever, should obviously. Be. So. Sure should be. Mm-hmm. Well, should we kick it off? Okay, yeah. Let's, let's just kick it off. Let's just kick it right off. We are kicking uh, it All right, off. so we have a very exciting episode because it involves... I think one of our favorite people in the whole world. You think? I know. Yeah. Our favorite person in the whole world. Gotta be confident, Aaron. It is our favorite person in the entire galaxy. I like that. Yes. Who is it? Uh, Just some girl. I don't know. Just some like singer. Taylor Swift. The scared greatest. me. The, scared goat. Me. the goat. Of she music. is the goat. I've got to agree. Greatest of all time. There is no Taylor Swift hate allowed in this house. Yeah. Zero. Zero. Zip, I don't want to hear it. Nada. I, it actually like makes me, you know how I don't get angry very often? Mm. That's when, that's when you see my, like my two goes to the eight. That's when you see it come out. Cause I'm like, I will argue to the death for this girl. Yeah. Oh, same. To the death. Death by a thousand cuts. Some would that say. That was good. That was good. That was good. <laughs> no, I agree. And today we're going to spend the whole time talking about Taylor Swift. Yeah. So if you don't like that, then maybe this episode's <laughs> not for you. Yeah, maybe um, not. Although I will say, <clears throat> even if you're not a fan of Taylor Swift, this might still be a fun episode because we're going to kind of dive into some of our favorite songs by her and we'll look mm-hmm. at the lyrics and then we're going to see what Enneagram type we think that song and the lyrics might relate to most. So even if you're yeah. not a Taylor Swift fan, you could learn from this episode, learn more about your Enneagram type and kind of some of the trends and behaviors that are associated yeah. with your type through the lyrics of the one and only Taylor Swift. I agree. Yeah. Um. Also, I, just a quick story. Uh, Sydney and I went to the coolest night ever. It was at this like club in Seattle, and it was all Taylor Swift music. I mean, the theme technically was 1989, the album, mm-hmm. and all the drinks had to do with it. Like mm-hmm. it was like champagne problems and other things. But um, yeah, that was probably one of the coolest experiences ever to be in a room full of Taylor Swift fans. It's a, it was like so fun. 
Yeah. Just being in, it's like you said, like a room of people who all are there for like the same reason, right? Like everybody there loved Taylor Swift and everybody knew every word to every song. Like I thought I was a big fan, Yeah, but oh my God, the people in there. I mean, one girl had the same shirt from the You Belong With Me video and we all signed it. Yeah. She was just going around the crowd having people sign it because in the music video, Taylor Swift's shirt is signed. So that was really cute. I definitely recommend that for anyone. I think they do them all over at least the U.S. I don't know about the world, but... Especially in Seattle. Yeah, but lots of states have it. In fact, I think Seattle was one of the last to adopt a Taylor Swift night. Really? Yeah, and Australia does it. I've seen it in Australia. Hmm. Um, So just, you know, you just hit up the old Google and put in Taylor Swift dance party and see it in your city. Or you can come hang out with us. That's true. But, okay, before we dive in... We cannot forget our segment. Yeah, we can't forget that segment. I have I would never forget such no. a segment. And you have never and forgotten. And I have it. never no. forgotten a, the segment. Yeah. Um now that you said that, I just remembered what the segment <laughs> is. Um, let me think here. So for those listening, um, I might you know, have forgotten the segment once or twice, <laughs> just a couple times. Um, but the segment is to talk about what is something during the week that was the most uh, type of our type, of our type, <laughs> and then the least thing uh-huh. that we've done. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm a type Enneagram type two. What is the thing that I did that most relates to the Enneagram two type? And then mm-hmm. maybe what is the least thing? And if it related to a different type, what mm-hmm. would that be? Yeah. Do you have any answers off the top of your head or you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Because I, I actually thought about this week, which if you've been listening to our podcast, we're usually really bad about thinking about these in advance. So yeah, I thought, that's very true. I mean, I don't even remember the segment. Most yeah, it's <laughs> <so>. true. <laughs> um, so I think for me, and I'm going to say over the last few weeks, because it's been a few weeks since we had a podcast out. So um, the most Enneagram type one thing I did in these last few weeks is got really excited about purchasing a new planner and I did so much like, I didn't just buy a planner like a normal person. I like looked into like every planner that exists out there oh my gosh. and tried to find the right planner. And by right, I mean like it had all the elements that I care about in a planner because there's so many different types. Some of them have these stupid elements like, that I'm like, why elements? are they in there? Like, what do you look for in a planner? I'll tell you what I don't look for. I used to have a planner that was like, it had hourly breakdowns uh, in Mm. every day. And I'm like, I don't need an hourly breakdown. Like, I'm at work all day. I'm Mm. not, you know, I I want- need a minute breakdown. (laughs) No. (laughs) I want just like a day-to-day breakdown, but I don't need every hour. So I was looking for that. I also, something I love about the planner that I bought- is that it has like a habits section, which is something I feel like is missing from a lot of planners mm. because I don't just want the to-do list part. I do want that part. But I also like the habits part because it's about daily habits, things you do every day. So it's not just your things, list of things you need to check off and then they're done. It's like a list of things that I want to complete every single day and you can put a little check by it each for each day of the week that you've mm. done it. So I like that because I have like morning routine and everything. Who doesn't love a good check? Yeah. It's just so satisfying. Especially the kind of checks that have money. But <laughs> True. Yeah. Mo money, mo problems. Did you think of yours? Um, well, this is something, I don't know if it, I think it's more of a 
seven thing, but it's something that I do want to share with the audience because it's something I've really been working on because I feel like, you know, at home I'm very different than maybe outside. I become a little more on the OCD side Mm -hmm. lately at least. And like, I can't cook without the dishes being done. I can't like do anything in my room if it's not perfectly clean. Yeah, it's a little insane. Or I just don't do anything. (laughs) So I have been, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. I didn't clean my room and I left dishes in the sink and I walked away. How did it feel? I mean, I don't worry. I I still gonna, I did them eventually, but it was like, I don't know. I was really trying to, because it really bothers me. Yeah. And just, I don't even know if it's cleanliness, but I just feel like, I don't know. Like the feng shui is off if there's dirty stuff. I think it's because like if there's things in the dishwasher, things on the counter, I know I have to do them. And so when I put it off, it's like almost like, oh, it's just another thing on my plate. Yeah. So when I get it done, I feel like a weight off my shoulders and I can Mm -hmm. get other things done because I don't have to... It's like checking a box. Like once you check one box, it feels so good that you totally. keep doing it. No, I feel that. Um, it like weighs on you until it's done. Yeah. And so yeah. that's why I like to get it done. And like I'm the type of person that if I have an assignment, like even in school, I would get it done. I cannot do it the day before. Oh, same. Like I cannot. It Speak just drives language. me crazy. Yeah. So I that wasn't necessarily an Enneagram type two thing, but it was definitely something like of a highlight this week that I yeah. felt like I was tapping it more into and I feel like you said this the dishes a couple weeks ago more like uh tapping into your Enneagram 7 yeah a little bit so totally yeah good I'm proud of you thank you um and then the least least Enneagram thing for me I would just say I have been failing to complete my morning routine and Mm. not failing it's been purposeful some days. Yeah. Some days it's not. But I've just been letting myself sleep in a little more, stay up a little later, sleep in a little more. Usually I wake up like an hour and a half before work and mm-hmm. try to do all this stuff, work out, blah, blah, blah. But I just have been like tired and I just decided, you know what? I need to listen to my body um, and stop just like trying to force it. There's a time and a place for forcing it like that if you need to create a new habit, but there's also a time and place for rest and relaxation. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like, I've been just sleeping in. I slept until eight the other day, which is insane, like insane for a weekday because I start work at eight. So I literally mm-hmm. like slept in, rolled out of bed, came to work. I work from home. So um, <laughs> so don't worry, y'all. Me I was trying late. to imagine me doing it in like a robe and slippers and like going into work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But how about you? Um, the least thing. Yeah. Um, I think this just could be because I've just been really tired lately. I think I put a lot on my plate. Like I try to do so much that I get tired. And so Enneagram type twos are known to like be helpful and like always like offer help. And, um, sometimes, you know, try to do things for other people that, um, like go sort of too over the top sometimes in that aspect. And lately I've just been like, eh, whatever they'll, they'll do it themselves type of thing, which is, uh, it can be good. And it can like, for me, it can be like, if it's something that I need to, you know, if I'm, uh, uh, like if I'm training someone, Uh I'm just like, like more lately, I've just been, yeah, they're fine. Yeah. Even though I definitely shouldn't, I should be helping them. 
Yeah, it sounds like you're I just you think might it be a little burnt out, which I know you're <laughs> adverse to hearing I that, know. but <laughs> maybe just a little bit. But <laughs> I won't tell anyone. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> I don't want to. I told you some moment. Um, but yeah, that was the the least. To type two. I'm yeah. like, I have an urge to not help people. Yeah, that is really <laughs> I mean, an urge not to type go two. to bed and take a nap. Yeah, that is very but, unlike the type two. Mm-hmm. But also I'm, might be good. Again, it's like yeah. similar to mine. Like maybe you just need to listen to your body. And yeah, maybe I just mm-hmm. need a day to not do stuff. But yeah, or just do stuff for you. It's actually all about me. Do whatever so. you want, Erin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> um, all right. You ready to jump into our segment? Yeah. So the way we're going to do this is we each have like some favorite Taylor Swift songs. First of all, so hard to pick favorites because it changes on the daily and there's too many good ones. But we're going to go through our favorites um, and kind of talk through the lyrics, what type they are. So um there's way too many songs to go through all of them. So sorry if we don't do one that you like, but this isn't about you. So this is about Taylor <laughs> and us. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're just going to go through some of our faves. Do you want to kick us off? Yes. Well, to start things off again, going back to the most greatest night of our lives at the club. Um, <laughs> greatest night of our lives at the club, <laughs> uh, the Taylor Swift club. Um, there was the coolest, probably one of the coolest moments ever is they're playing a scene from euphoria and it's the scene. I don't know if any of our listen listeners watch that show, but I don't know. I don't want to spoil it, but there's a very passionate yelling scene <laughs> and then it perfectly goes into the song better than revenge. Yes. And I kid you not the entire, I mean, you could literally hear the vibration of people screaming. Oh yeah. Like everyone jumped in the air. Like the lights started to like flash. It was one of the coolest. It was so good. Ever. The fact that they put that paired that with it was just so perfect. Yeah. Well, let's talk lyrics, huh? All right. I'm going to pull mine up here. But oh, my it, gosh. What if we read it like po- like spoken word poetry <laughs> or something? Like, the story starts when it was hot and it was summer. And I had it all. I had him right there where I wanted him. She came along, got him alone. And let's hear the applause. She took him faster than you could say sabotage. Oh, shit. <gasps> oh my gosh, that is a really good. That was deep. <laughs> All right, so what? let's think about what type. Have you already thought about it, or are we kind of just um, I'm shooting the shit? Shooting the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're shooting the shit. We're shooting the shit. Um, my first instinct on this song is type 8. Yeah. But... I feel like that could be very based in stereotype. I think just because the song is about like, you know, y- you can't take what my, what's mine. Like eights can be kind of possessive and controlling if they're unhealthy, let me say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this song is definitely an unhealthy person wrote this song, first of all. No offense, Taylor. Um, and so an unhealthy eight I could see being like, you know, 
this is my man. You can't take him. He's yeah. mine. So if you take him, I hate you. Essentially, it's this whole revenge plot because they don't like that somebody else took what was theirs. Well, yeah, no, that's great. Uh, one lyric that really stands out to me is, you might have him, but I'll, I will always get the last word. So, you know, usually I would say type eights, and I also think of, like, type threes. They're the type mm. that, like, if you are in an argument with them, like, they need to get the last word. Or sometimes it's it's hard to necessarily argue with people. For me personally, who are like, they always have to be the last one to say how yeah. they feel or like make kind of like a snarky comment yeah. on the side. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I can totally see that. I want to look at some more of the lyrics too. I could also see type two, but in a really unhealthy type two, again, yeah. with the possessiveness, um, similar to type the two's possessiveness. <laughs> what? <laughs> And like jealousy, like I think twos are yeah. a very jealous type because they need this love so much, right? And so if they get this inkling that some their love is being taken away from them, and especially if it's going to someone else. Or taken advantage of. Yeah. Too. Like, I mean, for me personally, that's one of my huge fatal flaws is I get extremely jealous. So I definitely, maybe that's why this is my favorite song because I relate so much yeah, to it. Yeah, this is like your revenge arc. <laughs> if somebody wrongs you, you just like... Like, yeah, screw you. But the thing is, I, I think if so, well, yeah, never mind. That's true. So, listeners, let us know what you think about that song. I, I, I would say two or eight is the most likely. I would say unhealthy too. Yeah, you got me. Which you know what? When twos in uh, growth are four, but mm-hmm. in not growth decline. <laughs> What's it called? I, I don't know. There's a word. Unhealthy. Unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> They go to eight. Yeah. And so I feel like, you know, especially for me, if I'm unhealthy, like I see this as, you know, relatable. Hashtag relatable. Yeah. No, I could totally but see it. When I'm unhealthy. Unhealthy. Okay. Yep. Glad we got that across. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I could not decide on favorites, dude. So, but I will say one of my all-time favorite songs from Taylor Swift is Cornelia Street. Now. Ooh. This is rough because I have absolutely no idea which Enneagram type this would relate to. But let me read some of the lyrics. Give people a little taste if they don't know the song. Give them a little taste. We were in the back seat. Drunk on something stronger than the drinks in the bar. Mm -hmm. Something stronger than the bar? Mm -hmm. Wow. I rent a place on Cornelia Street, I say, casually in the car. We were a fresh page on the desk. Filling in the blanks as we go, as if the streetlights pointed in an arrowhead, leading us home. Anyway, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but that honestly, this story of the song is like, she's reminiscing on a time when she was with somebody, they spent a lot of time in this specific area on Cornelia Street, so now every time she thinks of Cornelia Street, she's thinking of this person, whatever, whoever this person is, it didn't work out between them, so now when she goes back to Cornelia Street, she's sad, she misses the good times, all she can think about is the heartbreak. Um, You have an idea? Yeah, okay. And I could be wrong, but you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna jump with this. Cornelia Street, to me, is like, makes me think of, like, my street I grew up on, and, like, the safety of that, I, I, yeah, the same thing. Six. Yes. Yes. Like I think of that, 
Like she's sad because that was where she found security in that relationship, mm-hmm. but specifically that street is a um, um, representation of that relationship. hundred like percent. The safety net of her being with that person. I totally agree. I'm sorry. Uh, that was my bad ear. Like we were on it. Were right. Like we were like. I love when we agree. I know. It's few and far between. <laughs> I mean, we don't not agree very often, but when we do, I'm always right. When we're talking about characters, we disagree a lot. <laughs> but. No, anyway. I agree. Like, and, and for the listeners, as a reminder, the sixes are, you know, they are the ones who want safety and security. Um, that's kind of their core motivation. Yeah. And they're afraid of, of not having that. They're, they have this deep fear that, uh, of betrayal. Mm-hmm. Um, and Almost like being terrified if the person ever walks away. Mm. It's a line in the song, you guys. Um, I made it up. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. And, and there's lines that say, I hope I never lose you. I hope it never ends. I can never walk this street again. It's the kind of heartbreak time could never mend. Like all of that does sound, I agree, like very six. It's like, I can't even think about losing you. And oh, I just put these pieces together. This song is set in present tense when these two people are still together, but she's Mm. thinking about the future and worrying about losing this person. And she already has this whole plan of like, well, if I lose you, then this is going to happen. And then I can never go back here again. And it's this whole catastrophic thinking that is also very type six. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that. You got to drop the mic there. I but am not, not literally. Going to. Yeah. But metaphorically, <laughs> that was good. That was a good connection. Just realized that. I didn't I didn't know that they were still in the relationship that she was worrying about the future cuz I didn't either until I know. read that line and it says I hope I never lose you because then I could never walk the street again. Genius. Wow. So That's good. No, I 100% agree. Yeah. 6. Yeah, I think that's pretty clear 6. Yeah. But again, audience, let us know if you disagree. Um but if you do disagree, you have to give a good reason as to why. Give us a good argument. <laughs> the next song mm-hmm. I have, like, I'm literally going to just read the first line and you're going to know exactly what it is. Okay. okay. Exactly. I stay out too late. <laughs> <laughs> Got nothing in my brain. <laughs> oh, shit. We're going there, huh? That's what people say. I don't mm. <laughs> That's, That's what people say. say. <laughs> what else do you do? Um, go on too many dates. But I can't make them stay. That's what people say. That's what people say. But I keep cruising. Can't stop. Won't stop moving. It's like I got this music in my mind saying, it's going to be all right. Okay, there is not... Another song that is so clear than this one. I know. Of this like is what like type? The type seven. Oh, yeah. Like a hundred percent all their biggest motivation is just to be happy. And like they're like living almost. I, I try to explain type sevens in like this fantasy land in their brain where like everything mm-hmm. is just happy go lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, got nothing in my brain because all. All they want to do is just dance, have fun, you know, stay out too late, like do what they want. They don't care. And that's the thing. They don't have all this worry and stuff always going on. The thing is under the service they do, they're just really trying to avoid it by doing all this fun. I also love that this whole song is about like, these are things people have said about her 
right? People say mm. I have nothing in my brain. People say I date too much. People say blah, 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 blah. And then yeah. she's saying, I don't give a fuck about what you say because mm-hmm. I'm going to have a good time anyways. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot drag me down from your judgment because I know how to have fun and that's what I'm going to do and screw your opinion. And we're going to shake it off. I'm going to shake it off. And baby. I feel like sevens are very good with that. Like, yeah. especially for, I think of like, um, like harder conversations, mm-hmm. not, not harder conversations, but things that make them feel sad. Mm-hmm. They literally just shake it off. Yeah. You know, hundred percent. That's their reaction to maybe getting like hate and all of that is like, they don't want to go there. Yeah. So they're just going to, yeah, shake it off. They're just going to look at the bright side, do mm-hmm. things that make them feel good. Um, hundred percent. Yeah. I wish I was like that more. It's yeah, hard know, to take same. like a comment too and like just shake it off, you know? <laughs> I like it. I don't understand that. But. Yeah. And like how do how do you even sleep at night when you're thinking about that? Right? Well, yeah. she doesn't. She stays up too <laughs> late. <laughs> That's true. She doesn't sleep, so she can't think about it. Yeah, you just don't sleep. That's the answer. Uh, yeah. I feel like a seven would say that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, there's always a solution true um well that was easy yeah okay i'm gonna go with mean mean is one of my favorites um and i think my answer on this one's a little controversial i'm curious to hear your thoughts aaron but i think me curious to hear my thoughts too well actually let me do some lyrics first and then i'll say what i think so um We'll go with, yeah, you with your words like knives and swords and weapons that you use against me. Me. You've knocked me off my feet again. Got me feeling like nothing. You with your voice like nails on a chalkboard calling me out when I'm wounded. You are picking on the weaker man. Now, I want to go to the chorus. So she's basically like, oh, here's all the things that you do that you try to hurt me, you try to tear me Mm -hmm. down, and blah, blah, blah. But then the chorus is... Someday I'll be living in a big old city. You're just going to be mean. Like someday I'll be big enough. You can't hit me. All you're going to be is mean, right? Mm-hmm. Wait. Are we on the same page? I don't. I I actually think so. But wait, can you say that last lyric one more time? Someday I'll be living in a big old city. And all you're ever going to be is mean. Okay. When I think of that, like... I think of, you know, they're in a small town and the person's like, you know, I'm going to live in a big city and you're just going to be mean and I'm going to do all this and I'm just going to be living my best life. And so I'm going to be a three. Yes. Oh my gosh, we're on the same page we're again. This so is a good. good day. Yeah. 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 I've thought about this one a lot. If For the listeners, I uh, earlier this year, I actually did a series on my YouTube where I covered Taylor Swift songs for each Enneagram type. And this was the song I chose for the three. And if you want like a deep dive, watch that video. I'll link it in the description because I go into a lot of detail of specific lyrics and all the reasons why I chose it more about the three. But for like an overview, I almost had a high level overview, which is like so corporate of me to say, (laughs) um, like the overview, it's like you said, right? It's this part of it is clearly this person had big ambitions and aspirations and wanted to get out of here um, and be bigger Mm -hmm. than this small town and be bigger than this person who is belittling her. 
But another part of this that I think is very three that nobody, like people don't talk about this as much with the type three is, um, that they are very sensitive to the opinions of others. Yeah. And they're a heart type. They're led by feelings, even though they don't show it as much as the two and the four who are the other heart types, but they need validation. They need to feel like worthy. That is their core fear is being unworthy. And when people are telling them these things, like you're not good enough, your voice sucks, this and this and this, it really hurts. And she says that many times in here. She says like, I walk with my head down trying to block you out because I'll never impress you. Again, she has her focus on impressing Mm -hmm. someone. Um, and so I just think that focus on like others' opinions is really type, very type three. Yeah. Um, but also the fact that she's going to defy what they say yeah. because the threes need somebody to impress. Mm-hmm. They are not going to threat. They are not going to be happy unless they have somebody who does look up to yeah. them, who does is impressed by them. So if you're not impressed by me, I'm going to go get really fucking famous so mm-hmm. that I do have a loyal following yeah. and I'm going to like basically show you what I can do because I'm better yeah. than that. I yeah. just, I love it. I love it. That was a great song. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This has been like know, way easier weird. than I thought. <laughs> Me too. Um, do you have any more? Well, I was looking at my Spotify, and it turns out this is the Taylor Swift song I listen to the most is Back to December. <gasps> I wanted to talk about that one. Oh, my gosh. We really I are on the same page. That song. Me too. Um, so it goes, I'm so glad you made time to see me. How's life? Tell me, how's your family? I haven't seen them in a while. You've been good, busier than ever. We small talk, work in the weather. Your guard is up and I know why. Because the last time you saw me, it still burned in the back of your mind. You gave me roses and I left them there to die. So this is me swallowing my pride. Standing in front of you saying, I'm sorry for that night. <laughs> that was deep. There are like many types that I could see fitting this song, but for different reasons. Yeah, I I think certain lyrics stand out to me. So I think of like, so this is me swallowing my pride. So I think of types that are more prideful. Mm. Um, but it is a little harder because there's not like the. I feel like the uh, all the rest of them were the songs that we've mentioned were very. This is the type. So yeah. this is a good representation yeah. that you can, so many types can feel these feelings yeah. and all these different things. For different um, motivations. Yeah. My instinct is, I, and maybe it's just because I am a one, but I can see this being very mm. type one just because this idea of regret mm. and looking back, like this whole song is her looking back at, she hurt someone and yeah. she didn't mean to, and she regrets it. And she keeps looking back at everything she did wrong in those moments. Mm-hmm. And that w- that's what this whole song is, is she's reflecting on all the things she did wrong yeah, and saying like, I should have done better. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, I mistreated you. And I think that is, I think a very healthy one is able to reflect back and apologize. I think unhealthy ones yeah. struggle with but apology, I feel, but I feel like she wasn't though. Cause this is a lot of time after. And she was saying mm-hmm. that she's swallowing her pride yeah, right now. That's true. Um, and I'm sorry for that night, which obviously n- sorry for that night was way in the past. And mm-hmm. so it's obviously been bugging her, that's but true. she didn't really say sorry 
during the time that maybe she should have. Yeah. And so I feel like that's a a great example of a one because I feel like sometimes more unhealthy ones can be more stubborn and more, you know, Mm -hmm. harder for them to apologize and in, in, because they always think that what they're doing is good and what they're doing is right. Yeah. And so again, it's hard to admit that um, maybe they were in the wrong and they were doing something bad. Because that's the totally. probably I feel like, I don't know as one the probably the worst not insult but like the worst comment someone could make to you is yeah. that you were doing something bad yeah or doing something hurtful like I don't the last thing I want to do is hurt people but mm-hmm. I do right we all do yeah and it's very true like I, speaking as a one though I will recognize when I've done something wrong or bad mm-hmm. but my instinct is to just double down and try to find any excuse possible for why I did that thing. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, my intention was good, so let me just find all the reasons, all these excuses. So it's like you said, I think ones have this tendency to try to excuse anything and justify why it was right, yeah. even when deep down you know it's wrong. And so it does take mm-hmm. this reflection and time passing and all of this to really swallow your pride yeah. and apologize for that wrong that you did to someone. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I think this is very one, but no, I agree. I think, yeah. I also wrote down, it could be a two, it could be a four, it could be a six. Mm. Those are like, yeah. Um, for a lot of, for just different reasons for everything. All right. That was good. Yeah. Look at us. <laughs> this is uh, going Amazing. a lot better than I thought it would. <laughs> I know. Okay. There's one more we have to mention okay. before we wrap, just because it's everybody's favorite. Do you know what song I'm talking about? Um, is it Cruel Summer? No, that is a favorite. Okay. No. Can I tell you? It new? Huh? A new song? No. Old? Is it a love story? No. Everybody's favorite, man. You belong with me. No. Not the, mo- not the popular. Okay, Everybody's are we talking favorite. an old song? Old, yeah. Okay, everybody's favorite or your favorite? No, it's not even my favorite. It's just like Taylor Swift fans okay, tell me, love tell me. this song. Well, I, I, I feel like Taylor Swift fans <laughs> love all of her songs. It's true. All too well. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is new. It, well, okay, I'm thinking of the 10-minute version. Okay, oh, no my mind. God. Um, I just feel like we have to talk about All Too Well because everybody loves it. That's true. I love All Too Well. So, some lyrics. Oh, what? No, I was just going to say, I remember the only time I've ever gone Black Friday shopping, I stood in the Target line for hours just to get the Taylor Swift red CD. Yeah, you told me. It's funny because I don't like red very much. That is my all-time favorite album. It just gives me the feels like... But neither of your favorite songs were all from that album, just saying. Well, I was reading also... (laughs) Those are the only songs I, I thought of that I was like immediately could relate it to the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll only hear okay. some excuses. Well, would you like to see my Spotify account? It's fine. It's fine. I walked through the door with you. The air was cold, but something about it felt like home somehow. And I left my scarf there, the damn scarf, at your sister's house. And you still got it in your drawer, even now. Um, I know it's long gone. I'm skipping ahead. I'm skipping ahead. The magic's not here no more, and I might be okay, but I'm not fine at all. I'm okay, but, but I'm, I'm not, not fine, fine at all. 
Um, anyway, it's just her recounting the days with her, an ex and how their relationship was a little messy and, but she misses it and he hurt her and she is wallowing in her despair. So, <laughs> you like how I framed that up? <laughs> you said, and no offense to anyone, I hope, but you said wallowing in your despair and I immediately thought of a four. I did that on purpose. <laughs> No, that was good. That was good. <laughs> um, look, we all have our flaws, okay? <laughs> fours. Wallowing in despair might be yours. Well, I feel like also fours are very reflective. Yeah. So when she is saying, like, she remembers it all too well, like, she's not just remembering it. She's remembering it all too well. Yeah, and it's clear because she gives every single detail yeah, in the Yeah, I've ever... Yeah. Yeah. In fact, there's a whole 10 minutes. Uh, your of cheeks it. were actually red. Yeah. Um, your eyes were this color. Um, this yeah. was the your height. Yes. <laughs> and like the autumn leaves falling down, like pieces mm-hmm. into place. And I can picture it after all these days. Like it's very like an artistic. She's setting a scene in a very, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, Anyway, artistic, I'll just say. That's not the word I'm looking for. But this way that just really paints a picture in your mind. The mise-en-scene. Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> She's using a lot of mise-en-scene. Um, which just also fear, feels very for like these embellishments. And um, God, why can't I think of the word I'm looking for? Like it's a way of speaking that is um, art- artistic. <laughs> I'm just going to keep mm-hmm. saying that. Um, anyway. Anyway, um, it's, I think fours have this pattern of speech when yeah. they're telling stories. Um, I agree. Like she says, mm-hmm. I'm a crumpled up piece of paper yeah. line. I mean, that is the deepest shit I have ever heard. Yeah. Like who thinks like, you know, I'm, I just go, I'm, I'm sad. Right. I'm mad. And she's exactly. like, I'm a crumpled up piece of paper. Like yes. just lying here. Like you left me here. I'm paper on the ground. I'm mm-hmm. just like. That's deep. That's deep. Yeah, exactly. I think it's just very, it is very deep. There are moments where it's very like, um, self, what's the word? I'm trying to be nice. Yeah. But I, I think I get what you mean. I mean, it is like, she's a great writer. This isn't anything against her, but it was just like, like, uh, like I always think of like, like a, you know those, it, something girl, it's called like a, you know those girls that just like, like sit in the, and they're just like. Like pick me's? Pick me's, that's. I feel like fours are like the opposite of a pick me. But I feel well, like yes and not. no, like yeah, being mind. an opposite and like being, yeah. standing out as unique in no, the sense right. that like they're. They're trying to be like, I'm not one of those girls, but it ends up True. being in, like one of those. Like, like it kind of annoys seen, me sometimes. Like, certain pick me the, girls. The Kendall Jenner thing of her. I don't know why this always pops up on my YouTube recommended and I'm not even like a Kardashian person. Mm-hmm. And it's Kendall Jenner being like, I'm like, I'm like a tomboy. Um, I love basketball. Yeah, I know it's weird. Um, and she says the most like normal things, but mm-hmm. then she's like says it like it's supposed to be weird, like liking basketball. Yeah. I'm like, girl, what are you yeah. doing? Anyway. No, I could see that from this song. Um, and again, like 
I just need to always reiterate, we're not just trying to shit on fours. Like fours are great. These are unhealthy qualities in a four. (laughs) I will say though, fours, like, I don't know why I get this vibe, but they do smell really good. (laughs) They like, they have this like special pumpkin burgundy scent or something. And so that (laughs) scarf, I bet, because she says, and it smells like me. Mm-hmm. I bet that scarf smells freaking good, and that's why they're keeping it. They're like, why need, why get, why light a candle when I yeah. can just smell the scarf? It's true. That's what I'm it's saying. Got the incense. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's true, and I think only a four could write such beautiful like poetry. Mm-hmm. I mean, really. I mean, not really, because any type can be poetic. But um, this uh, yeah. sort of, it's unique. Yeah. It's like I don't know. Just really setting the scene yeah. in, in such a beautiful way. Um, but then explaining the emotions in such a deep and depressing way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like what's the part you call me up again just to break me like a promise. Like, Oh, whoa. It's like you said before. I'm like, I would have just said like, you were mean to me on the phone. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Kind of hurt my feelings a little. (laughs) Um, cool. Cool. I mean, I'm honestly surprised we got all of them. Like, Mm-hmm. We were in sync with that. That was really good. <laughs> yeah. Proud of us. That was actually really funny. It's actually so <laughs> funny. Um, well, we have another segment, although I don't... So our next segment is usually we um, get questions from our Instagram that our listeners want to ask us, but I actually don't think we got any questions this time around. I don't, but also I think it wasn't just that people weren't didn't want to be involved. It was just like yesterday. They just posted post it? it today. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, we didn't give the people we are, didn't give the people time. Yeah, um, but for future episodes, keep your eye out on our Instagram at Enneagram Non Experts because we mm-hmm. always want our listeners to ask us questions about the Enneagram, about us, about life. Mm-hmm. We can give life wisdom. It might not be the best, or but you can we'll learn from it. our mistakes. That too. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So just follow us on there. Follow us on YouTube, Enneagram Non Experts. I forget we have the YouTube. We're on the YouTube. We sure are. We've made it. On the tube. On the tube. Which used to be what people called TVs. And now it's YouTube. So 2022, y'all. Crazy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for listening. And oh, next time we're going to have an interview. So keep your ears perked. Um, we're very excited to have some more interviews coming because I know it's been quite a while since we did that. So we're excited to start that back up again. We're going to be interviewing a type six. Ooh. Um, ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll have to play a Cornelia Street for her and see what she thinks. <laughs> oh my God. Hopefully um, she's a Taylor Swift fan. But yeah. who isn't? Mm, okay. Moving on. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. See you later. Bye.